This week on Focus on the Furry. What exactly are they up to? Are they making noises in hotel rooms? Are they having parties? Have the evil furries infiltrated the highest echelons? Are we facing the true for Illuminati? That and more, as I have to do this show because I've been fined a billion dollars. I'm Alex Jones, and this is Southpaws. I can hear you slipping into it <laughs> as you went. It's like, oh god. Ah, uh, yeah. Alex Jones is returning. <laughs> yeah, well, he is gonna have to sling a lot of dick pills. Mm-hmm. All I gotta say. So, hey, I'm Saverin. This is episode 525, I believe. 526, one of the two. 520, fuck it. Yeah, 500 and we're still doing this shit, so whatever. Hey, guess what? So I saw a uh, screen cap of someone had made up of uh, Alex Jones's only fan account, and it was like, watch me spread my asshole the way I spread conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Opening emergency commissions. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, that's kind of been a fun bit of news. Like... So, Alex Jones, conspiracy dude, like, seriously dangerous individual. Because, you know, at least with Art Bell, I mean, he had the anti-Semitism, which is not good. But he basically did a bunch of yes and to people that would call in to him. You know, conspiracies about Bigfoot and alien abductions and getting fucked by a, a fish man. And, uh, unfortunately, Alex Jones was like, no, what if I start spreading actual conspiracy theories about living people and mm. trying to put it out that, no, these kids that were murdered by this one fucker like didn't actually die and it was all fake and gay made by the government to take our guns and then his lunatic followers all start harassing these 19 families yeah his and children were killed you know it's we see this on the micro scale sometimes in the furry fandom but this guy had families getting death threats and bomb threats there were some people that have had to move like a half dozen times yep because every time they'd relocate because fuck man these crazies are at our door again they'd find out where they lived and show up again being like your kid never existed which is a real fucked up thing to say it really is that's a verifiable fact in many ways honestly like society saying you know, via our court system, what you did is so fucking heinous and evil. We're literally, it's literally going to cost you a billion dollars. Like, I, yeah, I, uh, I think that's a good thing. And it added up so much because apparently they awarded several million dollars to each family. So there's their... They're reading out, you owe this family X amount, you owe this family Y amount. And the reporters on the ground are like adding it up as they go along. And they're like, holy shit, it's up to this. It's that sure this. is a lot of money. Ended up being 965 million dollars, which you round that up to a cool billion, you know. I mean, you know, he's got a lot of lawyer fees he's going to have to pay too. Because he's going to have to pay the lawyer fees for all the families that succeeded in suing him. And that was just the Connecticut case. There's like two more. Yeah, so there's more ahead, and they just finished the other one. Did he have to pay anything out of that one? The one here in Texas, unfortunately, has uh, statutory caps of like $750,000 or some piddly amount because of Greg Abbott. Right, of course it does. Because fuck Greg Abbott. Yeah, so um, a lot of people asking, is this subject to limits? Does the judge have to, like, say it can only be this much? And 
people were like, no, apparently Connecticut doesn't have that law. So yeah, it's what the jury decided or the judge. I don't. I, I honestly don't recall if this was a juried. It was like, and the thing is that did not help him one bit was that he was like, these juries are all plants by the deep state and they're, you know, they're killers and Jew lizards and. Right. And if the, I don't know if the jury heard him. They did. Okay. They said, so they know that they're not lizard people or government plants. So they're like, well, if he's saying this baseless made up shit about us, well then, yeah, of course he's fucking guilty of saying this baseless made-up shit about the shooting. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, yeah, you're right. That is it's totally not going to help him at all. Yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, I'm going to declare bankruptcy. You can't discharge judgments against you in bankruptcy like that. It's not how it works, as many, many people on Law Twitter pointed out. Good, like, good. he'll fight it and writhe and squirm until he fucking heart attacks on stream, but... You know, they'll just carve up his estate. Yeah, no family is going to see uh, probably a tenth of what he owes them. But well, he's right. I mean, so... he apparently literally does not have that much money. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's rich. Like, but he's not, I have a billion dollars in the bank rich. Yeah, he was trying to get people to send him money for that, too, which is funny. It's like, hey, you know, you send me this money and it's going straight to these lawyers, just so you know. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to say, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to go to me to keep Infowars strong. And it's like... Mm. Oh, so he wasn't upfront about it going to the lawyers. Well, no, he was saying that oh, okay. the money's going to go to me, but I'm not going to give them anything. He says that he's not going to pay these judgments. <laughs> and so, like, when, uh, when the government comes calling for shit like that... Enjoy like, your fucking jail time, then. It will be real funny if he's, like, streaming and then the collections agents come in and just start turning off his cameras one by one. <laughs> We've lost camera two. Oh no, they're turning off camera three. All I have is camera one. Gotta go, gotta go. The Illuminati are inside the studio. The lizards, they're eating my eyes. They're going to try to cut me off. They don't want you to notice. Fucking, then it turns out there is a Gorn among them. and They spit their acid onto him. Uh, I'm so glad you finished watching Strange New World Season 1. Yeah, I mean, like, as much a schadenfreude as we can have about Alex Jones, it is one of those, it's been in the news. Yeah. Um, And, like, we can just go, ha-ha, and that kind of tells us as as deep of the analysis as we have. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it does suck that, you know, it used, back in my day, it used to be that, oh, you know, we're talking about Illuminatis and Bigfoot and fucking... Like aliens probing the cows and stealing their assholes and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, now it's all. They stole my anus, I can't shit. Now it's all like QAnon adjacent shit. It's all this fucking er conspiracy of everything that mm. everything's connected and it all comes back to like Donald Trump being God. And it's like, that's not fun. I want to talk about UFOs stealing buttholes, not like. <laughs> Donald Trump is secretly Jesus. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just that's our show's new motto. Southpaws. I want to talk about aliens stealing buttholes. Hey, you know it's not much, but it's good work. Um, the yeah, like conspiracy. It's like you know you listen to like last podcast on the left, and they talk about aliens and UFOs and shit and monsters and Bigfoots. And it's not tinged by that because, like, but all the stuff they're talking about is pretty old because all the stuff that's, like, modern, it's, it's fucking all... fucking horrible. It's horrible Q bullshit where it's like, 
they're sacrificing children under a comet ping pong and there's secret basements in secret deep underground military bases in florida that the white hats flooded with hurricane ian or the illuminatis were actually weather controlling and they were destroying florida for having the hubris to stand up against blah 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 it's like they came you know obviously there's so many people saying different things that you know any given event can be flung as both like, oh, this was done to destroy the cabal, or this was done by the cabal to destroy the good Christians of America. You know? When you see this horrible shit like Hurricane Ian, and people are like, this this destruction is worse than you've ever seen. This is unnatural. This is, this is man-made and controlled by the deep state. And it's like, no, dude, climate change is real, and you built your house a foot over the sea level, and you made canals. So that the water could totally get in every door I and mean, window. It's so funny because it's like I saw Cobra Commander do this with the weather controller in the eighties. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like so, now people think that shit like that is real. When when a dude handed me chemtrail literature at Weatherford and like, well, okay, what's chemtrail? Chemtrails. Oh, chemtrails. Okay, All yeah. Right. When a dude handed, I thought me... it was some new age religion. Or oh something. no. Okay. I don't know any there's nothing by that name that i'm aware of Anyways, i love that there's a button in every plane cockpit it just says chemtrails so the pilots can just flick it whenever yeah it's like oh we got to make this town gay quick activate the chemtrails <laughs> you know you they see the you see the double contrails and they start raining rainbow filaments down onto the town you know it's like this is your captain speaking uh you all got the left side of the plane we are about to release the chemtrails we are going to turn all these freaking frogs extremely gay <laughs> So, yeah, back in, like, 2014 or so, I'm out there at Weatherford selling with my mom, mm-hmm. and, and like, this dude is wandering by, handing out these papers, talking about, like, chemtrails and 5G, you know, the chemtrails are gonna be activated by 5G and call, give us all ultra cancer. Oh, it's been four days, and I don't have any new special abilities. Well, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I did not even know that was a thing until... The 10th, that apparently 1010 was supposed to be activation, activation day, day for the, is it just the, was it just the bivalent booster? Yeah, they were like, yeah. the poisons in the new booster is going to kill everybody that got an Omicron booster shot. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's the 14th and death has not claimed me yet. Um, <laughs> I did have to deal with some crazy drivers today. Oh. And a dude speeding around a corner nearly hit me and Zeus. Mm. But that wasn't caused by 5G. Or was it? <laughs> But yeah, like some dude, he's like, yeah, you know, this day is going to be the day. And it's like, it's so weird when they made these predictions. Like, in two weeks, this is going to happen. Doesn't happen. Never happens. Like, they were going to arrest Hillary Clinton in 2017. And like, now the deep said, said she's been executed 500 times. They like, keep making extra clones. And the clone pops out like, what the fuck am I? Who am I? Help. Oh, my God. And they're just like, pop. It's like they do it for funsies, I guess. At least according to these people. You know, that's the problem, right? I don't believe in these conspiracies, but I'm like aware of them and so it's like people believe this shit and it drives me like slightly towards being as crazy as they are because you just go this is the discourse that we live in i feel and, like, that way about religion <laughs> when you this see the shit in, like, like the wow, fandom too where like people get these wild ass ideas about a thing and play a game of telephone amongst themselves so yeah the thing you need to know about the fandom is that all con staff hate attendees and are dedicated to making them miserable for a weekend. And apart from that, all they care about is money for their 
nonprofit organization that they donate all their profits to to other charities. Yes. It makes perfect sense to me. And we also have Coke orgies. Well, I mean, that might be true. Yeah. You just got to get invited to the right parties. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't heard about Coke. It's, it, it, I know you're joking, but I haven't heard about Coke in particular. But I had heard the, the story of Rainforest or somebody was like, oh, after a party, like I looked out on the balcony and there was like a thousand like poppers or, or something like that just piled up. <laughs> that just sounds like a bad time. <laughs> I, I've never done that shit, and everyone I've heard who does is like, it gets you high for about half a second, and then it really hurts, and it's like, why? Now, admittedly, it would be kind of funny if, like, all right, here's your uh, shift gummy. You <laughs> take it whenever your shift starts, and you'll have no problems dealing with attendees. Or at least, if you do have problems, you won't care. <laughs> just like, all right, kids, here is some indica gummies. <laughs> the whole concept is just... High and chill. You know, you get these people up in your grill, like, spouting conspiracy theories about, like, oh, you know, you manipulated the room lottery to give these bad people a fucking thing, and therefore you are part of it. You're just like, all right, man. Cool. (laughs) Enjoy your con, bro. Woo! (laughs) Nah. No, seriously, fucking today, I nearly saw two 18-wheelers merge into each other on 183 in Hearst. I nearly got rear-ended by a Chrysler 300 who was going way too fucking fast, and there was, like, traffic in front of me. And then on 635 before 35E here in Dallas, there was a five-car wreck that had blocked four of the five eastbound lanes that happened, like, right before we got there. And then, of course, the truck that ran that ran the corner and at top speed and nearly hit me and my parents' dog, which, that was exciting in a bad way. But obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not dead, and neither is he. So, yeah. but still, not fun. No, and none of that was caused by 5G nano nanobots controlling people's brains. Or again, or was it? Mm-hmm. So, on furry con discussion, um, MFF um, posted their list of dealers and the dealers room map uh-huh. today. And what's kind of cool is that on one side of us. Our neighbors are Cadath and Kaylee. Nice. And on the other side is the Nietzsche. Nice. So we're, we literally have artists that we publish and work with on, on both sides of the booth at nice. MFF, which is cool. But I do want to point out something kind of amusing. So the con has like an adult dealer's room area where all like the dong sellers are uh-huh. and stuff like that, like a lot of cons do. But the list of dealers... And the descriptions of them on the site right now are in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. And like, alphabetical is fine, right? Um, and <laughs> the very first one is like is an adult toy company. So it's like th- this. This came up in a in a group chat, uh, but it was very amusing. <laughs> it was like. Oh, a furry con. Let's see if little Timmy can find a pair of ears. Oh my god, wearable sheath? <laughs> it is sort of like, yeah. Like, now you know me. I, I don't I don't want to censor pornography or hide it off in a dark corner or anything You would like have that. some trouble if you did. Yeah, uh, but it seems to me that, like, the outright... That, like, anyone in the adult room, like, the adult room should probably be on a separate list. 
<laughs> yeah, I think if you're in the 18 plus vendor hall, you should probably split it out as to like, here's the main hall, here's the 18 plus. Yeah. So people that want to go and get the dongs or the she's or the the wolf sheath packers that I called cockalachis the other day. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like a human skin tone one. That is exactly had, what I thought when I but saw it. But it has like the... the like this the brownish, pink, reddish... And then it has like, the yeah. pink little like dog dick tip, you know, for your packer if you want to be a werewolf or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. looked like a fucking kolache. It and that does. was immediately what I thought. I'm like, yep. hmm. That is, uh, we had the same thought then. As soon as I saw them, I was like, oh my god, it, it looked like kolaches. But yeah, I did, see, you know, admittedly, I did not see anybody complaining on that particular post of MFFs, though there was somebody who was like complaining about a dong seller and someone being like, oh, the people that did live casting is bad dragon. It's like, no, that's exotic erotics and they don't do that anymore. But. You know, the person posting than... about it had me blocked, so I couldn't exactly f- tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Well, not that you would or wouldn't. I was just sort of like, hmm, misinformation in my furry Twitter discourse? Haha, <laughs> it's more likely than you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, bad dragging can be sus for other reasons, but, like, business reasons. Yeah, They're like, not the ones you're... doing that. <laughs> Look, I, I, had to cor- I had to correct somebody um, on Twitter... Uh, a couple months ago, and they they apologized and immediately deleted the tweet. But apparently, another furry sex and advice podcast had a thing happen, and they're no longer around. But where one of the hosts was accused of grooming minors, oh. and and the the tweet was something like. I remember when that not cast guy got accused of, of doing this and I replied, I was like, Hey, that was actually this other show. That wasn't us. And they were like, Oh shit, I'm so sorry. And they deleted it, which was the right response. <laughs> but yeah, like you really got to watch out for saying X company does life casts or, or whatever. But I mean, it's Bad Dragon has a else. legal department. Wow. I mean, I mean, I'm not defending Bad Dragon. I'm not defending life casting for, for dog dildos. I'm just saying, make sure you get your target right. <laughs> yeah, well, MFF has had to kind of deal with that lately, too, because, you know, we have a... They've had an inveterate grifter start a moral panic over their convention here two, in the last two weeks mm. that ultimately only fizzled out because they probably received a very unpleasant law- letter from the con's lawyer. Just thrice. I don't know if that if they had to do that, but clearly they had con their contact with someone on con staff that hopefully sat them down and was like, "We're going to we, murder you." Here's what we can and can't do, and you need to shut the fuck up. And ever since they made their mealy mouth whingy, I'm going to step back from this for a few days because some new information's coming to light. They have not po- they have not tweeted a thing. Good. And that was like a week ago or good whatever. So like let's let's address this because like we didn't record last week because we were just tired of shit and this was still ongoing. But now that it's resolved itself, we can actually talk about it a little bit more because it's sort of resolved itself. The damage is still done and still being done. This is not over for MFF for any, by any stretch of the imagination because the game of furry telephone is eternal, and they will have people up in their shit until the con folds or they all people die. But the TLDR is there's the room lottery. At the con. And an anonymous Zoophile Twitter account said, Woo! I got a room in the main hotel! Yay! And I'm gonna stay with friends of mine! And this blew up because this inveterate thrice-banned Kiwis Farm grifter 
decided to blow it up into this big deal. Now, conventions are not psychic, nor do they employ psychics, and anonymous Twitter accounts are nothing to go on. And also, if nobody's done actually any verifiable criminal behavior, that's kind of shaky reasoning to ban somebody. And certainly not a reason to say anything publicly, which is what this person was demanding. Mm-hmm. And it was pointed out by many ways and many people that conventions, one, cannot ban on a social media handle alone. And two, they certainly can't say anything about banning specific people because in 2017, Worldcon was sued for that very reason. They had to pay the dude $4,000, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it cost them over $100,000 in legal fees, which uh, is a lot. Mm-hmm. And for any convention of any size... I mean, unless you're like fucking PAX run by ReadPop, that's going to be a big chunk of your operating budget. Mm-hmm. That would be a big chunk of Fiesta's budget. And MFF is big, but I don't think they're can just swallow a hundred grand without noticing big. Oh, yeah. And inevitably, it always boils back to capitalism being the villain here mm-hmm. because like their big deal is like, Quick, buy these stickers at $5 a pop to slap around the con to say that you hate these people. Ugh. That's what really made it look like a grift. It was a grift. It is a grift, and it always is will be. This person does this every time, and people just lap it the fuck up because they're knee-jerk dogs. Like, they don't think about, oh, this person's done yeah, this dude, multiple dude, times. This conversation, you cannot say jerk and dog in the same sentence. I just did. No! Oh, no! Uh, I'm canceled. Sorry, babe. Anyways, so like the damage is done, though, because I have seen death threats towards the staff, bomb threats towards the hotel, threats towards the anonymous individuals. The notion of uh, someone I saw posted that if I hear zoo noises coming from a room, I'm going to bust in with a shotgun. Oh, that's what your zoo noises joke was with the video from the Fort Worth Zoo? Um, Because... I'm like, people like saw that and was like, what the fuck did this even mean? Like, they're going to have a room party. Are you going to discern their room party noises from anybody else in the main hotel? How big is that room, that hotel? There's a lot of people. Then, <laughs> oh, I love it when you talk dirty, <laughs> OEP. Oh, I mean, oh, they're just, you know, they're just Scottish. Come on, that's, that's normal. Um, or New Zealander hey, or I, Welsh. I'm allowed to make fun of my ethnicity or not. Okay. <laughs> You're a culture, not a costume. That's right. Anyways. <laughs> but, like, it's insane because this mirrors, and I posted a thread about this that gave me a panic attack when I posted about it, mm. about that same shit that happened with Fiesta a couple yep. of years ago yep. because it was the exact same thing. People demanding immediate action, people making threats against the staff, the convention, the hotels, individuals that are unconnected Mm -hmm. demanding saying that people involved are nazis or secret nazis and that we're protecting this person even though like one this was in an off year because of covid and two it was because like there wasn't going to be a physical event for at least a year so it didn't matter when a band came down the pipe they weren't going to show up and and here's the thing though tff still has never publicly tweeted Yes, we banned X person for X reason. So people would still be freaking the fuck out. The only reason that the fandom knows that this person was banned from from Fiesta is because he literally posted the letter yeah. sent by the head of security that so said, like... you're banned from Creature Arts events. And it's like, 
so like the con was not going to put themselves in a in a legally precarious position of publicly posting that X person is banned. They can't. Yeah. Like, and and you think if if that person had not allowed their ego to rage out of control and publicly post the letter, Fiesta would probably still be getting harassed about this. Well, I mean, people still give all sorts of wild-ass ideas about Fiesta. I mean, they have this about every convention. Mm-hmm. But it's when it comes to, like, MFF, you know, you have this idea. It, and this is, this is conspiracy thinking that has infested the furry community that because conventions don't publicly condemn X... Therefore, the staff must also be infested with X who are protecting the people, which is why conventions never blanket ban blah. That's why, and then of course you end up with these upstart dipshits like Las Vegas Furrycon or Halfest or Nomadicon that are like, we blanket ban this entire swath of group and baby furs, you're on notice too. And it's like, one, how? Two, that's really not enforceable. Three, how are you going to get the information of the people you want to ban? Are you going to be dredging into Kiwi Farms? Are you going to be misusing data from other conventions? You're not safe to work with, no matter who you are, if you play this game. Like, if a convention says, alright, we are banning all zoo files. Okay, what data are you using? Are you going on Kiwi Farms? Are you going to just dig up lists on Twitter.com? I saw a screen cap earlier tonight of some dude who decided that they were going to make this master list of zoo files on Twitter.com, and all they'd done was scrape the list of names from a couple of big accounts, and big is like a couple thousand, Mm. and just post this big master list of usernames. No vetting, no nothing, just here's a list of usernames on Twitter.com. That means less than nothing. Twitter accounts are free, bitch. These are anonymized accounts, if anything, and these are not useful information. Like, do you expect someone to register under John Doe 34789222? No. It, these, are, these are useless gestures that do nothing but stroke the ego of the person posting it. Mm. If you want concrete fucking action, you find some actual crimes, some actual criminality, some actual convictions, and that's data you can work with. And not, that, that kind of shit is not done on Twitter. Yeah. Like, all the legal action that took place, not to Kiro directly, but to the people that knew him. Like, I think Snake Thing and one other guy ended up actually going to trial or Yeah, that or dude went to like jail that. for a long-ass time for actual, like, child pornography. Fuck that guy. Right. Like, but that shit was not hashed out and sorted over Twitter in yeah. public. Like, like, people that actually worked on gathering evidence and shit like that did it through private channels and actually researched and gathered information like that. Like, screaming on Twitter about it did absolutely nothing and probably made their lives harder. Yeah. Because, like... Well, that's... I was watching a show the other night. I was watching this um, uh, Swedish detective drama. and And one of the things that came up was um, one of the detectives goes and talks to one of the suspects. That um, it's not out that this person is a suspect, and um, you know, and the, the other detective is being like, "No, don't fucking do that until we have more solid evidence." Because right now, all we have is circumstantial shit, and if you tip him off, 
that we think he's a suspect, he's going to clean up any evidence that he has and probably run. Yeah. And, you know, in this case, if, if a bunch of people are like, yes, this person is totally a dog fucker. I saw them did this. I have these chat logs and stuff like that. They're going to DFE and vanish. Yeah. And while it is still very possible to track down digital traces of deleted shit and locate someone, it's an additional step. And you've just made people who are actually investigating this thing their job harder. Well, to take a step further, you end up with this same sort of mentality absolutely clogging up systems used to report actual child pornography with people reporting users for posting, like, incest fan art or ship the wrong ships. Oh, no, this person posted some Bakudeku pic and wrote a story where they kissed and perhaps boned, and they are both 16-year-old anime boys. And they're reporting it to, like, actual child porn hotlines. And, and, and they're completely immaterial, whether, like, you, you personally have a moral problem with that or not. An actual real investigator that is responsible for that is going to look at that and be like, this is a fucking comic book. This, this isn't anything I can and actually like, take these, any action These groups on. have actually said, quit sending us this. You are costing us time and money. And there was something I saw that was something like they've wasted multiple years of time, of people's time. Like they have workers that are like, this person spent five weeks tracking down all this shit related to this. And turns out it's a comic book. God damn it. And they've said like, yeah, they've wasted millions of dollars and years of people's time tracking down pictures. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you're free to not like that. But reporting that as a criminal crime when it's not just waste everybody's time by making like these big lists of bad people that I say with quotation marks that there could be bad, might be bad. It might be an anonymous account. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you just waste everybody's time. Like the shit that MFF staff is going through. All you've done is given their force, their poor social media manager, PTSD, and you've done nothing but made their lives miserable. You've done nothing but send form letters and bomb threats to the hotels of a convention that's already had a literal terrorist attack. Yeah. You know, you were literally doing what the Raiders did to Califer, but woke. Congratulations. Mm. And, like, as a Conor, as someone who spent so much time and effort building this up to see these little shitheads flailing around, waving their pencil dicks, trying to harm people that are anonymous... And end up splashing on literally 22 years of people's work. All I can say to those people is fuck you. You do not contribute to this society. Leave. And this this is one of those things where it's like, ooh, Sabrin has very strong opinions on this. Because yes, I have received death threats over my work with conventions. I have had people talk a lot of hot shit. The good news is, furries, by and large, in addition to being by and large, are a bunch of pussies who won't do shit. And that is what makes me feel confident in continuing to do convention work, because none of you bitches will do shit. You'll talk big. It's that pictures, you know, so the gifs on Twitter where it's two dogs like snarling and yelling at each other through a door and then the gate opens and they're like oh hi wag 
walks away. And yeah. then there was one where it's like a little chihuahua was being held and it was flailing at the arm and this Shiba Inu was barking back at it. But then the moment they're set down, they're like, hi! And they lick and they go throw us away. I'm, I'm just... I have so much sympathy for the poor fucking staff of MFF who's been having to deal with this for the past couple of weeks because I have been there and done that mm-hmm. and gotten the mental scars from it. And like... Many people have said, you motherfuckers need to treat Consaf better. You have no idea how much nonsense we have to put up with. And yeah, like, there's people that are like, oh, you know, we're gonna get cons that don't ban pedos and zoos and biggest shut down. We're, me and my team. You're not gonna do shit. You're gonna spam the hotel. Because these are conventions that have long-running existing relationships and some nobody asshole sending, like, these people are gonna have bad people in the room block. And it's like, dog, this hotel hosts Baptist conventions. There's worse shit happening there on the weekend than there is at any furry con. Well, the thing is, they don't, they're not calling and saying, this con's gonna have bad people in the room block. Because the game of telephone went from person and their three zoophile friends got a room to... Well, there's a bestiality party at the con. Two, there's a panel. Oh, God, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, because there was series. somebody who was like, I hope somebody shows up at that panel with a couple of 50 cows. And I'm like, what, Desert Eagles? There's more than 14 people and they're not a crack shot. They're going to get beat to death. And if it's two of the big heavy rifles, you got 10 shots, but you're going to dislocate your arm completely once you fire one. So clearly this person's like 13. Right. But yeah, like the furry game of telephone is eternal. Where you end up with, oh, well, I heard my cousin's, cousin's uncle friend infiltrated this party where they sacrificed a dog to Molech and said that this sanctifies the fandom to Satan and or dog fuckers for the next million years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your voice for Brian in the Devonly books? <laughs> yeah, that little fucker. <laughs> So, shifting topics now that we're 35 minutes in, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, went to the zoo today. <gasps> Heard lots of zoo noises. <laughs> Did you show up there with a, with a gun because you heard the zoo noises? Oh, yeah, there was... You know, zoo noises is a bunch of screaming children and birds going crazy over getting their dinner. Then I guess, you know, if you hear that in a hotel room, be concerned. But no, we did go to the, my, my dad was feeling pretty good today. And he's like, I want to go to the Fort Worth Zoo. We have memberships. Um, mm-hmm. Zoo's membership? Oh my God. There's a Zoo mural? Oh my God. There's a Wi-Fi called Zoo Guest? <gasps> you know, fucking people getting fucky about that. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine if like the... The membership program was called Zoo Lover or something like that. Well, I mean, like... The, I'm sure some zoo out there has... I'm... You know, <laughs> but anyways, like we went to the Fort Worth Zoo. Right. And we got there, and they only had one electric scooter to rent, and they had wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having to push my dad around the zoo in a wheelchair all day today. So let me tell you, I am at 69 minutes of exercise and 981 calories burned for the day. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, we only, we, last time we were there, we got to see like the, uh, primates, Africa section, Asian falls, elephant area, but we, and we looked through the herbitarium slash aquarium, but we didn't go past there. Mm-hmm. So there's like the Raptor Canyon, there's the, uh, 
kangaroos, Great Barrier Reef Aquarium section, the Texas, but the Texas section is the big area that we didn't go to. Mm-hmm. And that's where they have the coyotes, the red wolves, otters, black bears. Basically, the Texas section is their kind of their big shining jewel of the space because like mm-hmm. that was the most recent large renovation they did i'm sorry i just had a really sarcastic thought of like the texas section is their shining jewels like come in and see in cages what you can see by just going outside in texas well if i go out and i see uh you're not going to see otters in the in the creek around the corner from the apartment. or mountain lions. I have seen coyotes around here. Yeah, um, a black bear, a red wolf. Be a little more concerned. Um, I found this weird dog. <laughs> big ass alligators, not great. Stingrays, jellyfish, mm. um, the stuff on the coastal side. You know, there's there's plenty of things that you can't necessarily see. Yes, yeah, ocelots, ocelittles, <laughs> uh, ringtails. They had ringtails. Pasty baras. Cotamundis. I don't know they have ringtails. That's awesome. Yeah, they do have ringtails. Uh, they have two of them. They're very cute. They were preening each other in the little nest box. It was very cute. Um, anyways, yeah. So there was there was coyotes. Oh, there's a jaguar. Nice. And these are all these are things. These are critters that do have range inside Texas. The swift foxes were not being very swift. They were asleep. There was a burrowing owl. There was swift some... fox, more like sleep fox. Yeah, more like a slow fox. Um, <laughs> but I, it was a very good time. We hadn't been out there in a while. Yeah, like and my dad's feeling good enough to go do shit, which is important because he's still yeah. dealing with cancer. Yeah. He's still dealing with chemo. Um, and so when he feels good enough to go do shit for a bit, that's a big deal. So we're like, all right, what do you want to do? Because yeah. you know, I mean, shit. Even little things like. Oh, I want to go to Target. I need to buy a couple of things. And then I want to go look at Lego sets. And we go do that. Because he wants to. And that's fine. Like, if I want to blow his mind, I can take him, you know, get a wheel, like, foldable wheelchair or something. And take him out to the Lego store at Grapevine Mills. You know. I didn't know we had one locally. Yeah. There's a, it's a, it's the, they have, like, the Legoland, uh, mini amusement park thing but also they have a big store where you can get like the masterpiece millennium falcon that's like six thousand pieces and it's like five hundred dollars so if you want the high-end like big motherfuckers yeah yeah the the one they had the nes one they had the atari apparently there is now a lego poop yes there is a lego poop you know because in lego city there are lego there was this like it's a truck pulling a porta potty and there is a lego poop it goes in the porta potty. Oh, yeah, I saw it on Twitter too. Um, but anyways, no. So like, we went to the Fort Worth Zoo today, and so and that was fun. That was my day. Like, I'm tired, but it was nice to go out there, see the critters, and you know, get some photos and have him have a good day. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. you know, uh, part of the reason that I feel so strongly about all this useless fucking nonsense that's going on in, like, the fandom and towards, like, MFF and stuff is, like, I have some real-ass problems in my life, mm-hmm. and a lot of this shit feels so piddly. I'm it pisses me off. I'm 30 years old, and I do not have time for this. I, I, it really is. Yeah. Like, I'm 39. I have both of my parents in some state of dying, and, like, I'm, I'm gonna take my old man to the zoo when he wants me, he's feeling good, and who gives a fuck... Who has a room in the main hotel at MFM? Or MFF. There's not any other secondary hotels for MFM. But... No, there is. 
For MFL? Really? Yeah, that has like two or three hotels now. Oh, shit. There's the main one, and then they built, like, I think it's a Fairfield, like, right outside it. And, like, I've said that it's actually really nice and new because, like, Whispering Woods is a little old and busted. Yeah. But, you know, but no, it's, it's, it's very comfortable. Okay. Well, anyways. Sorry, my, my point still stands. But yes, yeah, no, like no, it, it, it feels so piddly and feels so pointless. You know, yeah, like I understand these people are out there to make a mark on the world, but by God, you're not doing it by doing this. You're not doing any good by making people miserable. Go out there and you know, take take an old person to the zoo. If there's somebody begging on the corner, buy him a fucking Gatorade. Do some actual acts of kindness that make the world a better place than giving people miserable times on Twitter, you know? Like, I, I try not to touch the poop on Twitter, but, like, when I put that thread about, like, the mistreatment that we received when in, at Fiesta side, that really resonated with a lot of people because I just was like, look, you know, you don't have to like us or respect us, but you don't get to abuse us. And I think that really resonated with people because, like, look, you don't have to like me. You can block me. I don't care. But you don't get to come and sling hate at me over something that I can't control. Or it's already handled, but you didn't hear about it because the furry game of telephone never reached your ears. Or it mutated into something else. Mm. You know, I'm not a fucking time traveler. I'm not a fucking wizard. I can't be like, oh, this person is banned forever and banished to the moon. You know, but... I mean, there are some people I'd love to be able to snap my fingers make that true. Oh, dude, if I could Thanos snap, whew, I am not somebody who should be given that power. Bye, Greg Abbott. Yeah. But, you know, it really... Today was a good day. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm a little sweaty. I got... I've, I'm going to get my 200% for the day mm. on my watch. But I sure as fuck didn't mess with furry shit all day. Yeah. You know, I did post pictures of the animals and stuff that I posted to the Telegram fan chat, yeah. which is sitting right at 199 people right now. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, hey, look, here's coyotes. Here's a bear. Here's this. The otters weren't out. Otherwise, I would have taken pictures of them because, hey, we got some otters in the chat. But, you know, furries love the whole animal picture. It you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I took a picture of the two red kangaroos they have lounging around. I was like, they're kangaroo, and got a bunch of retweets on that mm-hmm. uh, once I got actually home and could tweet. Yeah, you said something about the the um, the 5G or whatever, not... Yeah, not I don't know if... It, I don't think it's geofence or anything. It's just Twitter was having trouble uploading pictures. I could post text, but it wouldn't upload the pictures from my phone. Mm-hmm. So, but then I got home and not a problem, so whatever. Mm. Well, I mean, if it was a busy day there, too. It was a busy day. There was a million people, lots of kids, lots of families, lots of schools. Lots of cell phones. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, the the Fort Worth Zoo is kind of in this little canyon. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's not going to help your signal at all. Yeah. It's it's nestled in between. Like, it's... Fort Worth doesn't exactly have hills, per se. But the area is at the bottom of two hills. Yeah. Like the Valley of Two Hills. Mm-hmm. So that probably doesn't help either. And the zoo was very busy today. Yeah, like, we don't have, like, actual mountains and shit, like, out west. But there are a lot of parts, even around Dallas. Like, we joke about Texas being really flat. But there's, like, like 
like nearly every house on this road has a retaining wall because it's a hill. Yeah. You know, there are quite a few. Uh, I mean, there's like the people behind us have like a big ass stairway down to street level because they're just that much. This road is that much higher up than the one behind us is. And yeah, yeah there's little things I like mean, that. In my parents' neighborhood, it's on the top of a hill. Um, like, if you look, like, you know, go to Google Maps, look at Jacksboro Highway outside of downtown Fort Worth, and mm-hmm. look at the elevation changes. Like, there are houses that their back lot extends, like, from Grand Avenue all the way down to 199, which is Jacksboro Highway, and the elevation change is over 200 feet. Wow. Like, it's fucking wild how randomly hilly this part of the state can be. And so, like, yeah. How'd you hurt yourself? I fell down the yard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shit, most of the houses in my parents' neighborhood have terraced yards. Mm -hmm. Because, like... Just the way that the streets have evolved over time and the sidewalks and stuff. There's most houses have stairs up to them. Yeah. Sometimes multiple sets. Not that they're big, but they're definitely, there's elevation changes between street level and house level. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the nature of things. And the forward zoo is probably in like one of those little gaps. But <sighs> so Strange New Worlds is really good. Good. Yeah, change, I'm glad just you're enjoying Change in gears. We're going to strip the teeth off this bitch. <laughs> Strange New Worlds, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so my parents get Paramount Plus as part of their Walmart Plus subscription. Because oh. they just get delivery. They don't go to the store. Yeah. Um, and so Paramount Plus was free for six months with their Walmart Plus. So we just logged in on the Apple TV. And like, yeah, it's the ad-supported version. But you know what you do? You just mute them bitches. Mm. That's a bathroom break. Yeah. Um, so we've watched into the second season of uh, Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. Panther really likes it. My dad really likes it. Good. And good. then we've watched. I'm so happy to have spread the the gospel of Lower Decks to you and your family by yeah. extension. <laughs> um, and that's really fun. I like it a lot. And then yeah. of course we all watched the first season, well, only season of Strange New Worlds, mm-hmm. which was pretty banger. Like yeah, yeah, uh, they were really solid. Yeah, it's a very solid show. They they did their various genre episodes. Like, all right, we got ten episodes. We got to hit all these genres. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the episode where everybody's dressed up in fantasy costumes. <laughs> where they here's the episode this aliens homage. Here's a body swap episode. Here, the body swap episode. Here's the time travel timey wimey bullshit episode. Mm-hmm. You know, which is so much cooler if you are familiar with the original star trek episode because that actually is in an episode of the original series where captain kirk is in command of the enterprise and then there's the the alternate um timeline take in strange new worlds that they resolve yeah but yeah as soon as i saw the opening scene i was like oh this is weird i just watched this episode of star trek original like a week ago the the gorn episode the gorn aliens episode yeah and of course the gorn submarine episode too Mm -hmm. because that's what that was that was a submarine episode yeah where the gorn are hunting them in the brown dwarf Mm -hmm. um so like they they hit a lot of the major genre points of star trek yeah the only thing that bugs me is their star dates are inconsistent (laughs) like Uh, hasn't it always been true no oh okay 
Star dates in Next Generation are consistent. They always go forward in time. Mm. There's distance between them. Right. So, like, giving you the idea that, you know, the Enterprise isn't always having wacky hijinks. Data yes. doesn't get turned into a, a, a crow or something every other week. Right. Because, you know, it's like, oh, star date 517.248. And the next one's like 516, you know, it's progressed. So, it's like some time has passed between these episodes. They've mm-hmm. been doing Star Trek shit. They've been doing Starfleet shit, mm. and now there's a fucking Bozeman brain stealing Geordi's dreams or something, you know? That's not an episode of Next Generation, but whatever. Right. You know, the, the hijinks are happening in, like, there is a sequence of time. It's not happen- It's not literally happening every week for yeah. them, like, the way it's we're not watching like it. It's not like Stardate... January 7th, and then start date January 14th, and then, like, mm-hmm. every seven days we have this wild-ass shit happen on the Enterprise. <laughs> Where is Worf's third child? Where did they come from, you know? <laughs> um, but, like, the start date usage in Strange New Worlds is all over the fucking map, and mm. I know that's a very pedantic thing to take issue with, and it's not really an issue. It's one of those things I noticed, though, right. because, like, the start date in the 10th episode is like 1700 and there's been star dates that are in the 2000s and later episodes and episodes that happened before that and so it's like this this bugs me because you know, one like one or two this, times i i would forgive because they, they would have shot them out of order and sometimes they they switch up an episode order after they've already yeah. been filmed or whatever but if it's that consistently inconsistent, that's a thing. And I, I could be misremembering it. I will completely say I could be misremembering, like, how things happen. But, like, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, there might be episodes where episode nine, the aliens episode, where what happens in that episode. And then you have episodes later where characters who had bad things happen to them in that episode show up in chronologically later star dates. Mm-hmm. I mean... That was my joke on Twitter, you know, Stardate, oh. you know, Strange New World, Season 2, Episode 3, Angel Returns to Steal Spock's Virginity, Hemmer tells Uhura about the Black Mountain, yeah, which is a reference to Lower Decks right. and Shacks. But, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. It's really good solid television, but as a Trek nerd, <laughs> like, their Stardate usage was inconsistent, and it made me go, huh. <laughs> it didn't detract from my enjoyment of the episodes. Like, if you don't have Paramount Plus, just pirate it. It's really good. But as a nerd, excuse me, these dates are inconsistent. This character should have been dead if it happened on this star date, and then this episode happened on this star date. How could him or tell her all this if this happened on that planet that he's like, this is like Andoria? Anyways, I like it. It's good. Yay, Star Trek. Star Trek fans are eating good lately. Yeah, that's how you do I mean, that. Then there's yeah. a fucking Lower Decks comic book, apparently. Yeah, which I just found out about today, and I sent you the, the page that has a furry joke in it. Yeah, where it's like, wow, what if we became cat people, ironically, you know, as a joke? This means nothing and is not, like, something that just unlocked within me. <laughs> you know, uh, Tana. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like... Well, because at Furry Siesta, I purchased a, a sticker. It's like, Dr. Tana, we'll see you now. And it's her, like, naked in a lab coat. Yes. But I hadn't seen any of this show. And I'm like, ah, yeah, funny cat. I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know if Dr. Tana, I'd want to get her coital hooks anywhere near me. But at least <laughs> I now have context for the thing I purchased. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
of course, then again, I also bought the Le Funny Weed Cat sticker mm-hmm. where it's the Anthrosprigatito with a bong. So that's not out for another month or so. So we don't know what the Evo is going to be. Oh, wow. They teased that for a long time then. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they leak things out slowly. Be, well, they don't leak it. They release it slowly because if they don't, people will find a way to data mine that shit and just drop it all at once and people will get stupidly mad about this frog's ivs are wrong this thing's strength is only 365 when it should be 420 you know their hp should be 72 and not okay, 63 but, but weed cat stats totally should be 420 yeah weed, weed cat should be 420 across the board um <laughs> even me, for the numbers only go to 10 or is this 420? her ivs 420 it's 420 420 420 420 420 She's just that good. Um, but unfortunately, she can only learn two things, yawn and play rough. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Well, you know, people, like, they've they've been introducing the new, uh, like, gym leaders, and everyone is slightly gayer than the last, and they're in each different way. There's, like, an old, like, silver fox guy who has, like, a vine whip. There's the androgynous ice gym leader. Mm-hmm. Like, there's various other characters that people immediately go, gay. <laughs> um, and this most recent one, Ayono, she's like a Japanese VTuber girl, but she has like the shark teeth thing and she has a pink and blue m- motif. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, this is like a, you know, trans boy motor or something. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> she's annoying. But, you know, she has a frog friend who shoots lightning out of his belly button. Okay, cool. I mean, it's one of those things where I don't really play the Pokemon games. (laughs) I like Pokemon. I was like, in theory, Mm. I'll write fiction about Pokemon. But it has nothing to do with the games. (laughs) It's like, like, what do you mean Sylveon can't have a, a grandparent that's a Machamp? And then it turns out that she could... Because we're talking about like weight ratio. She's three foot at the shoulder, but she weighs 75 pounds, so she has the musculature of a pit bull. She's this neutron star of a ribbon dog who will totally <laughs> dom you. And that's what's <laughs> being written. But, like, I was had this throwaway line, and then I had to, like, go looking to see if it was lore accurate. And I felt like a weirdo for having to do that rather than just saying, fuck it, and write the story. <laughs> Um, excuse me. Yeah, I know that this Sylveon is tying down this character and slapping her ass with her ribbons, but her grandpa could not be. I'm a champ. <laughs> <sighs> that totally took me out of the story. But my boner just disappeared and my dick retreated into my body. <laughs> my pokeballs shrunk to nothingness. <laughs> And Boner went back inside his Pokeball. Bonermon, no. <laughs> God. It um, wasn't super effective. It's like, why are you so strong? My grandpa was a champ. Someone just screams and slams their laptop shut upon reading that. <laughs> you owe me a new MacBook. Threw it across the room. Like, I was, I was masturbating to the story, and then you took me out of it. I demand a refund. It's free. No, I demand a refund. <laughs> I'm taking back my like. <laughs> uh, I'm uncoming the cum button. 
I'm going to figure out a way to put the toothpaste back in this tube. <laughs> Not me cramming cum into my dick hole. <laughs> oh, that would, that would burn. Don't do that, that kids. Sounds Remember to always but... pee after sex. Yeah. Anytime you come, make sure you pee. It's important. Mm. Don't get a UTI. It's not fun. Hmm. I didn't know that happened to penises. Yeah. I know. I knew that generally... You gotta clear the tubes. Or you get yeah. irritated and have infections come in. Because, hmm. you know, semen has a lot of sugars. And you know what bacteria love? Sugars. Mm. This has been Biology Moment with Saverin. Oh, God. What else, man? I'm really like... That's why when or... I come, my blood sugar gets so low. Oh, God. I'm joking. Um... <laughs> I have to say, though, like, on on the upside, I've been losing weight lately. My doctor's happy. But on the downside, it's because I've not been eating out of stress. And so, like, I've gotten a couple times where I have become, like, legitimately hangry. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh yeah, we have a friend who's uh, been losing a lot of weight because of stress. And it's like, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. It's not the recommended way to lose weight around here. But... Like, man, you can, I can really feel it when I'm like, oh, what if, what if, it's like, I'm really getting annoyed at this child that's flailing around and screaming. I mean, yes, I could be annoyed at that because they're a child flailing around and screaming, but also I ate nothing more than a kind bar six hours ago. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you could eat a child and solve both problems. Yeah, no, we ended up going and getting, like, food at the little food court in the Texan section. I got a little. Elf. I better call the police on your child for screaming too much. It's like I'm. I'm sorry. Your child is being murdered. We need to get an investigation on this immediately. <laughs> what? They're they're just running around. No, they're just screaming like they're being murdered. <laughs> like seriously, there was like three kids running in a long circle around the room. It was fucking like, why are you like this little man? <laughs> like I know you're a child and you have this natural energy that I envy. I got the zoomies. But also. <laughs> But also, like, they're just screaming, and the parents are sitting there eating their tacos. Why? Yeah, it's just bad parenting. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to go to a zoo, there's... If you go to the zoo, there's a lot of very immature people there. This in both at furry cons and in real life. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're for kids. So, like, yes, I'm there with my 60s, mid-60s parents... And I'm technically the kid here, being 39, but these kids are like six and seven running around having the time of their lives. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a dick about that. <sighs> that being said, they will be opening the African Savannah section in 2023, bringing back the lions, zebras, adding African wild dogs, and cheetahs. Are they just in like cryo storage right now? There are in other, other parks. Okay. Like they... That place, the 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 area that was being renovated, or in, is mostly done, was first renovated in the nineties. Oh wow! So okay. like they're they've been basically upgrading things. I mean, that's only ten years ago. I know, right? <laughs> what do you mean the nineties? I mean, it's like two thousand four, right? Yeah, that was like five years ago, right? <laughs> They had a fucking couple things. I was like, this critter has lived at the zoo at, for 30 years. It's like, one, that's impressive. That fucker's got a really good lifespan. Turns out they do take really good care of the critters there. Uh -huh. But also, damn, that fucker's been here for 30 years. Um, but yeah, they're talking about when... It's like, the, one of the first things we did was add the Asian Falls area. That's where they got their white tiger. Mm. Um, and some other they had tigers. And uh, they updated that area. 
but they also did it in like the 90s so it had been a very long time and need to be updated does all the signage look like a fucking Taco Bell? No, um, the, they have thankfully updated all the signage, so it's very consistent across the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just they needed to make it more accessible, like handicap wise. So, yeah, because like I had to do some real weird backtracking at points to see because there's still a couple of like legacy areas of the zoo Mm. because it's on a hill there's several parts that are terraced so like there's street level the main walk path area then like here's an area that has like some bird enclosures and then there's another terrace up that has like the the big birds they call it raptor canyon Uh where they have like these fucking harpy eagles and shit like that like the literally largest birds on the planet type shit incredibly cool they're so big oh my god um but they haven't got ramps and everything. They do have there. ramps, but to access them, you have to go like way out of your way and then double back. Right, right. Because there's still some of these older areas, which is a bunch of stairs. Yeah. And like, that's fine, but like, because that area is under construction, to get to where those areas are, you have to do this bunch of weird backtracking. Um, mm. And they could probably do to make some of the area slopes a little less harsh. Yeah. But. I did not make my dad go off road, so that's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, that, um, would, that would not be good. But yeah, so had a good day. It's been an all right week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, support your local zoological park if that's your thing. I mean, like the thing is, the the Fort Worth Zoo membership is only like sixty five bucks for a full year, and it includes free parking. It's oh, so, like you nice. go three times and you've paid for it. Yeah. Over the course of a year. Um, and that gets you a discount at the restaurants, too. Yeah, like, my sister has a, a family pass membership to their local zoo, because, like, she has very young kids. Yeah. Um, so they go to the zoo all the time, and right now, um, they're going to Daboo, because they have all the halloween team stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, and at Christmas they do all these lights and everything. So, like, it's changing constantly, so, like, it's always interesting to the kids. You know, there's yeah. always something new happening. Like, they're doing the... So, one of the other things, too, is with the Fort Worth Zoo membership, there is reciprocal access to a bunch of other parks. Oh, hey. So, like, the Cameron Park Zoo in Waco. Mm-hmm. If you have a Fort Worth Zoo membership, you can get in free there. Cool. Um, they have an event coming up this weekend called Brew at the Zoo. Oh. Which is where they, you know, go to the park and the animals are in their enclosures and you, you know, can visit these breweries that do little pop-ups oh uh, i was i was hoping it was one of those things where you could put like a quarter in the feeder but instead of like nuts or whatever like it'll feed the rhino like a beer yeah i don't think they would do that <laughs> they but could just watch the animals just stumble around and everyone has a great time we're gonna in- inebriate <laughs> the zebras um but yeah like the, they've got the boo at the zoo which is the end of this month here and they have the you know Christmas thing stuff, you know, just light up the park, put a bunch of Christmas lights out. Mm-hmm. Um, like they have a giant witch hat on this big iguana that's on top of one of the office buildings at the backside. Mm-hmm. There's like as you enter, there's the big "Welcome to the Fort Worth Zoo" sign. It's just on the main street off University, and there's like the main office complex, which is like the veterinary center and stuff that's on the backside. Mm-hmm. And there's this giant ass iguana statue that they got from a sports bar actually huh. the sports bar was closing down and they just like gave them this iguana I'm like what the fuck do we do with this and they just stuck it on the roof 
And huh. they have a giant witch hat on the iguana. Cool. <laughs> so fun. that was fun. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you, you get one of these things, you get a reciprocal access or discounts to other zoos across the country. Because, like, the St. Louis Zoo is cool. Cameron Park, I don't know. Oklahoma City has one, maybe. Like, there's other places that have good zoos in Texas that might also get you in if you have membership. Like, I haven't been to the Dallas Zoo in a long time, but it does not hold a fucking candle to the Fort Worth Zoo. I've always heard that. Yeah. And, like, I, like, a few years ago, a couple years ago, I went with Ajax and Keo and Tesser to the Fort Worth Zoo. Uh-huh. And Ajax was, like, all scoffing. Because he's like, I've been to the Fort the Dallas Zoo. The Fort Worth Zoo can't be this much better. I'm like, nope. No, you know, he admitted he was absolutely wrong in that. <laughs> um, but that was one of those things where it's like, no, man. Like, I... It's like, look, it's a private entity. I'm not, like, jerking their dick for it. I'm just saying, it's it's a neat space to go and see critters that you wouldn't otherwise see. Yeah, I mean, I've get, heard that since I moved to Dallas. That, yeah. like, the Fort Worth Zoo was way better than the Dallas Zoo. I get discount tickets if you want to go one time. Not really my cup of tea. Okay. That I'm, being... I'm weird. Well, I don't like walking around outside for hours with my back issues. Ah, it's, true. It's kind of you can always unpleasant. You can rent an electric scooter if they got one. <laughs> but I will not push your ass through the park on a... Oh, come on. Nah, dude. <laughs> Look, my dad weighs sub 180 now. Yeah. I, I was tired as shit by the end of it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah. You're, you're twice the man he is. <laughs> not quite but anyways uh not like i'm doing much better though so don't worry about it uh but that was my day it was nice um yeah. then like after that we went by a place called maven's mood it's a new age pagan shop that's in like river oaks mm-hmm. that we went to we my mom and i they do a little pop-up shop a pop-up thing in their backyard so it's a house and a couple shops and so they have this the store, they have a workshop and spa area, and then they have this backyard, uh-huh. which is, they have, like, an area where people, they have a, a ritual pit, they've got the, the space where musicians play, they have little string lights all through there, there's, like, garden plots where they grow vegetables and herbs and shit, and people come on the full moon and the new moon, and they set up vendors, so it's, like, you know, clothing and crystals and jewelry and basically all the shit my parents sell mm-hmm. and like furry cons and stuff. Yeah. And it's like a real short commitment twice a month. Mm-hmm. Very pleasant. We went there. We're probably going to do the new moon stuff into the month where it's also going to be their Halloween thing. Oh. So everybody gets to dress up too. Cool. Um, but like I took my dad out to that. I got to see their little like ofrenda, the, you know, uh, ancestor memorial thing they got. And just, it was a very pleasant day. Yeah. So, you know, get some real problems in your life and you can really appreciate the little shit. Like, I got to go to the zoo and took my dad to this little new age shop we had a good time at. And he had a good time, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can appreciate that shit rather than, you know, Fluffy Fox 420 said that, you know, this person's mother sucks cocks in hell and therefore we must cancel them. You know, like that that can be my takeaway. Please get some real problems in your life so you can appreciate the little shit and not worry about, like getting mad about pokemon cocks on twitter 
<laughs> oh, your fursona is a four-footed one? You're canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, see, that's the problem. Like, Saverin is canonically four-foot tall at the top of his head, and Rafa is six-foot. So, like, if I ever got, like, a pick of them boning, it would be this, like, real Death by Snoozu thing. <laughs> or, you know, that one pick of the Amazon lady picking up, like, the little short lady. Yes. Except yes. it would be that. <laughs> Um, that would actually be a cute Where Saverin is just getting absolutely destroyed. <laughs> um, but someday. I'm sure one of the artists I like will open for commissions soon where I could get that done. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I want you to draw these two characters doing exactly this, and that's all. <laughs> Here's some money. <laughs> so I throw some 20s at their head. Launch it at them from like a t-shirt can. No, I'll go. What I'll do is like, oh, this is a hundred dollar commission, and I go and get like the stacks of ones and like use a t-shirt can to. <laughs> Here's your money, bitch. Looking forward to it. I'll leave you a tip. <laughs> um, there was a, uh, a gift commission I got not terribly long ago, and. The artist is, I didn't know it at the time because I had just, just, just randomly found it, uh, but the artist is apparently really unknown. Like, they only had like a couple hundred watchers on FA, uh, and not a lot of Twitter followers, and they were charging an obscenely low price for this. So, you know, I paid them when I originally agreed to the commission, and then after the deliver, after the delivery of the final fully colored version i i just paid them again the same amount so it's just like price is way too fucking low <laughs> but and you know there's i'm in dealer chats all the times and the artists are always bullying each other to raise their prices because yeah when you break it down like oh you spent eight hours on this piece and you charged x amount and it's like well once you divide that out you're you're paying yourself less than minimum wage yeah. You can't do that, you know? And, like, you shouldn't even just pay yourself minimum wage because you've got all your expenses, <laughs> your costs of living, and you immediately cut out 30% of your income for taxes and shit. Yeah. So, shifting back to artists undercharging and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, there's been this fun meme recently, the door opens like person sitting is in their room very sad door opens and people like put in a character uh-huh. oh blank hi and then yes, the final also... page is like cropped pornography yeah yeah and i made several versions of stuff based off stuff i've commissioned and a couple things people like yo who did that art <laughs> i hope i hope that people like go to them and commission them because like <sighs> there's other three people uh, Puptini, Goldloop, and Shugawa. They're all good artists. They don't charge a ton, but they do good art that I like their style. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I hope that if people see my goofy memes about OMG, Vaporeon, hi! OMG, Houndoom, hi! Like, <laughs> yeah. people go, ooh, I hope they're open. I wonder if they're open for commissions. Like, helping out artists who did good shit for you by making memes mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah <laughs> then of course i kind of realized that i accidentally posted adult material because like in the crop that i do you still see one of rafa's tits oh but that's fine it's not a locked account so. no one oh just on your main i posted it on main because someone was like 
Uh, if there's not a single Pokemon you wouldn't fuck, I don't trust you. <laughs> and there were some people that got really mad about it. And then there were some people that were like listing off their faves. <laughs> and I did a version of the OMG Vaporeon High. Yeah. And posted the one where it's the vape life pick. Uh-huh. Or like yes. Rafa takes a hit and passes it. Yeah. Um, while getting dicked down. And the art, the person who posted that was like, yo, what's the link? <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, that's fun. That is fun. Yeah, I haven't gotten art in a little while. I I realized that too. One, so, like yeah. on my FA page, like the last piece I got was like two years ago, mm. and I'm like, really, has it been oh, that it's long? Not been that long for me. But well, I'm just like I've uh, which, between shit. COVID yeah. and big boy problems, I have not been uh, commissioning furry porn. Yeah. So like I'm like I said, I'm like working on a. Like a little story to go with an existing pick, mm-hmm. but like I could probably come up with some ideas and then get it il- something illustrated if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But that is in the tank, and when it gets posted, I'm sure I'll post about it. But it's yeah. like, hey, check out this story. It's got Sylveon Femdom. Hell yeah. There's spanking and dildos, and ooh. Ooh, ooh. I mean,. They're literally, they're an, you know, Sylveons are technically octopoid. They have their little ribbons. They can use two to tie you up and two to slap your ass. Sorry, I was just, you saying that made me think of octopus. And it made me think of that silly little mermaid joke. You're like, how many legs? Like eight, right? And Ursula's like, yeah, like eight. (laughs) (laughs) Eight legs, seven vaginas. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, wow, we're getting silly. Um, it's an hour 15 on the Raw, so it's that's fine. time to wrap this bitch up. Is it? Okay. That's 10.30. Um, I still have, I'm, I'm starting to feel it. In case you guys couldn't tell, I started from like a 3 on a scale of 10, and I'm, it's only been escalating as the episode has progressed. Not like intentionally, because we were, had a cake, it was like a rum-soaked cake like red velvet cake so good good. you could not taste the booze and then i also got handed like a tiny measure of uh, klingon blood wine yes which cool as hell it wasn't very good more like bleh wine but then again a klingon would shank me for saying that i actually thought it was all right it was fine but you know you drink it nice (laughs) you drink it because it's fucking Korean. <laughs> Korean <laughs> blood wine. Fucking Klingon blood wine. Yeah. Not because it's, you know, tastes good. Yeah. You know, you don't try gach because it's Klingon cuisine. You try it because it's wiggly worms. And because you're like, I want to try Klingon cuisine. Not because it's good. <laughs> you know. Um, so, Mm-hmm. As Saverin is going to enjoy their inebriation and not go anywhere for a little bit, <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap this episode up before I start just going off about I don't know what. <laughs> um, and you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash southpawscast. You can send us emails at southpawscast at gmail.com if you want to be like, damn, Saverin, you sure love zoos. I do. I'm a member. And you can also join our Telegram fan chat, which there is always a link in the show notes. 
and you can have such delightful insights as these, as well as pictures of Adam being cute and pictures of random animals from the Fort Worth Zoo. Um, you can also buy some books at forplanet.com, forplanet.com, or baddogbooks.com if you want ebooks. There's new stuff coming soon. MFF is very soon. So, you know, that's exciting. You will be able to find for planet at MFF at tables. A3 through 6. Next to Kaylee May and Great, what? The Nietzsche. The Nietzsche. Greg Greg. Yes. Um, so you can get some big titty giraffe ladies and some big titty giraffe ladies and tiger ladies. Tiger ladies. Because, shit, what's, what's the fucking comic he does? Oh my Suburban god. Suburban Jungle. Suburban Jungle. Ah. Oh. Yes. Yes, Big Titty Tiger Ladies. Um, so, anything else you want to promote, Fuzz? Buy some books. Uh, just, you know, be excellent to each other. Yeah, Party seriously. Party on, dude. Party on, be excellent, and just don't be a dick to Constaff, please. <laughs> so on that note, good night. And buy books. <laughs>